Lovers of tween superheroes and breakfast foods unite, this episode is for you. Stay tuned. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab. I'm Professor Theo. Welcome to the lab. This week we return to nearby McFly with three of the most interesting superheroes I have met yet. Ernest, Gabby, and Jazzy have three very distinct personalities. And they didn't seem to have much in common at all until they did. This is that story. The Breakfast Express. One word summed up Ernest. Ernest. Not just because it was his first name, but because it was a key characteristic in his personality. Ernest was Ernest. Ernest, E-R-N-E-S-T, was his name. Ernest, E-A-R-N-E-S-T, is defined in the Merriam-Webster Dictionary as a serious or intent mental state. The word described Ernest perfectly. No one was more serious or intent than him. Ernest studied seriously. He did his chores intently. When he was caught up on his studies and his chores, he built models of cars, spacecrafts, castles, you name it, with unmatched focus and steadiness. Ernest was quiet, too. He kept to himself most of the time because, to speak true, Ernest's favorite company was himself. Ernest was an introvert. An introvert is someone who is quiet, reserved, sometimes shy, and prefers calm environments. That probably explains why Ernest didn't much like Gabby the first time he met her. They were polar opposites. Gabby was an extrovert. She was free-spirited, open, loud. She talked a lot, enjoyed large social gatherings, and always let you know what was on her mind. Neither could relate to Jazzy, who lived across the street from both. Jazzy was athletic, sporty, and liked being a part of the track team, but also enjoyed that track was an individual sport. Jazzy was always running. She ran every day. She talked more than Ernest, but less than Gabby. Jazzy was kind of an ambivert, which is someone whose personality is somewhere in the middle that has characteristics of both the introvert and the extrovert. There was one thing these three had in common. Breakfast. Seriously, Ernest, Gabby, and Jazzy began each day with a delicious breakfast at a small neighborhood restaurant close to school. But not really being friends, they always set apart from one another. Each one, alone, dined on eggs and bacon, seasoned potatoes, biscuits and gravy, and more, before setting off on their individual day's efforts, until that one day that the three realized, for all their differences, they have one big thing in common, earnest, Gabby and Jazzy were superheroes. Ernest first noticed the mysterious man 
dressed head to toe in gold, his dome even topped with a golden top hat. Now, who wouldn't notice that? Gabby didn't. She was busy chatting up the family sitting at a table next to her. Jazzy didn't. She was on her phone plotting out coordinates for the day's half marathon. Ernest was intently focused on the mysterious man in gold. He was so focused that his glare literally forced the man's golden hat to fly off his head. Ernest could do this sometimes. If he really focused on something hard enough, he could move it with his mind. This caught Gabby's attention. Her interest now piqued. Nice hat, she shouted at the man as he retrieved and replaced his golden lid. Where do you get a cool hat like that? And she just kept talking and talking, distracting the man, who Ernest had figured was up to no good. Gabby figured that out, too, for when she talks up somebody, the thing is, sometimes she can read your mind. Shocked, Gabby figured out on a quick brain scan that the golden man was planning to rob the place. Gabby was scared, speechless, a rarity. Gabby noticed Ernest looking at her, and so she went to him. The two shared their suspicions. It was the first time they'd ever spoken, but they couldn't help it. They were intuitively drawn to one another. He has a knife, Gabby whispered. Sure enough, the man in gold pulled a knife from his pocket and threatened the cashier. Give me all the money, all of it, he shouted. Gabby continued to gab, but Ernest was focused on the man. He imagined the knife leaving the man's hand flying toward the ceiling, sticking in. And then, that's just what happened. Ernest's imaginings had come to life. The man in gold was shocked, but he persisted, screaming for the cashier to give him all the money in the register. His threats didn't last long, though, for this is when Jazzy jumped into action with super speed, her specialty. While observing the events of the last 30 seconds or so, Jazzy had been weaving hundreds of napkins together tightly into a thick, durable rope, one she just as quickly used to tie up the man in gold. It happened so fast that no one was quite sure what had occurred, but if you could slow down the tape, you would see Jazzy literally running circles around the man in gold, about a hundred circles and a half second, and he was tied up, helpless, Jazzy standing next to him, smiling. The man in gold fell backwards onto the ground. The cashier phoned the police. Jazzy's attention turned to Ernest and Gabby, who quickly waved her over to their table. How did you do that? You tied him up, but I don't know how, Ernest wondered. Jazzy's speed had pushed his powers of observation to their brink. I'm kind of fast, Jazzy replied, matter-of-factly. You don't say, Gabby said, though that's not all she said. She went on for a full minute and a half, run-on sentence after run-on sentence, elaborating on how cool Jazzy's powers were. And you knew about the knife, Jazzy cut Gabby off. Gabby nodded. But you, she pointed to Ernest, you moved it, didn't you, out of his hand, into the ceiling, Jazzy asked she was pretty observant, too. Quick in more ways than one. 
Ernest nodded, acknowledging that he had in fact done that. For the first time, these three saw something in each other that they'd never noticed before. They sensed that they were meant to work together. And that's just what they did. But their future adventures, most definitely a story for another day, listeners. But I do have one more tiny tale for this week, listeners, and it involves a young girl named Avery, who now goes by the name Breakout. Breakout returns! You remember her from last week's episode? The last we heard from Avery, she had jumped into a kid superhero comic that was on the floor of Sue's room. And, well, Avery was having a great time in that comic. For years, she's been a character in a much more serene book about nature and animals. But she had grown, and now found the action and adventure that came with being a character in a comic. It appealed to Avery greatly. Now, that comic book didn't actually belong to young Sue. It was in her room, but it was actually her sister, Gabby's comic. Gabby had grabbed it back that morning and took it to breakfast with her. And in all the commotion of the incident with the man in gold and the discovery of her fellow Breakfast Express superheroes, Gabby forgot all about it and left it in the restaurant that morning. When no one was looking, Avery hopped out of the pages of that book and into the very real restaurant around her, the same as she had jumped out of Sue's book just a few days prior. Only now she wasn't three inches tall anymore. She was a full-grown 11-year-old, and she felt different, like she'd brought something back with her from the pages of that kid's superhero comic. A newfound strength, maybe. A keen, clear insight into the world around her. Something was different. She ran to the bathroom, looked in the mirror, and sure enough, she looked more like a superhero than her previous self, the innocent young one skipping through the woods and playing with animals without a care in the world. Her super strength was undeniable when she accidentally ripped the bathroom door off its hinges by simply trying to open it. I guess I don't know my own strength, she told a restaurant full of stunned patrons who had already witnessed quite a bit on that fateful morning. Avery, breakout, panicked, and ran really fast. She was out of that restaurant and a quarter mile away in the blink of an eye. What's happening to me? Unsure what to do, Avery retreated into the only place she'd ever known, the comfort of the pages of a book. Only her kid superhero comic was back at the restaurant she didn't want to go back there after what had just happened. And her book about nature, The Blessing Box. Sue's mom had accidentally donated it to The Blessing Box, remember? Avery set out to find it. And she did, alongside a bunch of other books, at a blessing box just two blocks away from Sue's home. Avery resolved to leap back into the pages of her original book until she realized it was stacked next to a book about dragons and magic 
and knights and battles. And to be true, that book appealed to Avery. In a flash, she was gone. Which book do you think she jumped into? Find out next week when Avery break out, breaks out of the pages of another tale and into... Well, I don't want to spoil anything. You'll just have to come back next week. That's all for this week. Tune in next week to meet Breaker, the fifth and final new kid superhero to be introduced in this June series, trilogy, focused on nearby McFly Middle School, home to those time-traveling teens, and, as you can see here, so much more. Until then, have a wild and wonderful week. Do something fun outside. Read a good book, play a game, and listen to podcasts for the love of splendid. Wow, and brains on and more, oh my. And check out the talented talkers and superb storytellers over at the Potagon Go Network for family-friendly fun. Potagon Go. Dot com. That's P-O-D-I-C-O-N-G-O dot com. We're there. You should be too. Be good to each other, listeners. Be kind. Be creative. Be free. Hello, this is Risty Joy again. You've been listening to Professor Theo's Mystery Lab, which is written and read by my adorable husband, Jonathan Joy. And Levi Joy. Thank you for rating and reviewing this podcast on iTunes. Please continue to spread the word. Also, consider supporting this project by making a small monthly pledge at ProfessorTheo.com. You can email our family at theprofessortheo at gmail.com or tweet at us at Theo underscore mystery. Thanks for listening. Thank you.